Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sex Talk. This is episode seven, I think, season four. And honest to God, Kelsey's been absolutely cracking me up. She just put this on Instagram and... I honestly, it's very rare that I look at something on Instagram or on any social media and laugh out loud. And I just thought this was absolutely brilliant. So the quote is, my boyfriend and I made a list of people we could have sex with if we ever got the chance. He chose Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron and Scarlett Johansson. I chose my daughter's biology teacher, the barista at Starbucks and his younger brother. Which is just absolutely hilarious. I don't know why, but that tickled me pink. That did. I think that's absolutely hilarious. I laughed so hard when I mean I never laugh out loud. I laughed so hard, and I wanted to add like my kid's baseball coach, the gas ta- <laughs> the gas station attendant, the mailman. Like, why is that? What, what's your What's your because uh, advice? Because you need to get out more, Kelsey. You need to be serviced more frequently. <laughs> I need. I did need more service. I also think women like a man that does something. Whereas like an actor to us seems like a fictional person. But like, yeah. I don't know, like they have a I job. Know, I wouldn't mind. I think John Hamm would be on my list. Really? Have you seen him? In, oh my God, yeah. He'd have to be in character as of course. Mad Men. Always. He'd have to be in character. And I quite like Klaus Bang. Do you know him? Mm-mm. That sort of weird Danish guy. Anyway, we digress. We, we digress. digress. But that, okay. you've got to admit that's funny though. That it was hysterical. Really, really it's one of my funny. most favorites. Okay. Let's get started with our questions from the audience. All right. My partner's penis always comes out when we have sex. It's frustrating and interrupts the flow. Is there a reason why this is happening and anything we can do to make it stop? There certainly is. It could be that there's too much lube or you're too wet. That would make it fall out, in which case you just use a tissue or a towel to get rid of the excess. But it's generally to do with the position, the size of his penis and the thrusting style. And it's usually a combination of them all. So if he's got a really short penis and he thrusts long, so he pulls right out before he pushes back in again, it's going to come out. That's just what will happen. So the bigger he is or the longer his penis, the shorter the thrust and the closer he holds you, the less likely this is to happen. So the trick is you've got to hold him close by grabbing onto his buttocks or you can wrap your legs tightly around him. Or if you're on top, just make sure you're really sort of 
pressing down hard on his pelvis so he can't lift back. And also, next time he has an erection, he's standing up. Have a good old look because it does his penis point a certain way because most penises point up, but some penises point straight out, which is very disconcerting. Have you ever seen one that points straight out? No, but I don't have a long line of penis sightings. <laughs> I feel like I you need to increase. You said that I have, Kelsey. Well, I, cause it could I, I, all just be research I've read about. <laughs> of course, but that wouldn't be true because you no. are a professional. Yes, but anyway, you can get them pointing straight out or pointing downward and you need to adjust your position accordingly because if his penis is pointing down, missionary is not going to be a great idea because it's going to be quite uncomfortable, actually. If it's pointing up, it's going to follow the natural curve of the vagina, which points up towards the stomach. So if his penis is pointing down, what you should do probably is doggy style. Right. That would be best, rear entry, because it's going in the right direction then. So hopefully that will help. Look at the way his penis points. Now, I also want to, if there was a similar themed question, I thought now would be a good time to answer it because it's quite a quick answer. How do I thrust when I'm on top as a female? Do you ever have problems doing that? How do I thrust when I'm on top? Yeah. I just, I think I, I think, well, thank you for asking, Tracy. Um, <laughs> I think, I think the best thing is you've got to push pressure down. There has to be a lot of friction. And then I think that you're, you're kind of, I don't like loose sex. I want it to be tight. Like I want mm. there to be a lot of pressure between everybody. So I think I'm kind of an aggressive thruster which is shocking. Do you have like, do you squat or do you straddle? I'm on my knees. Yes, exactly. I'm on my knees, sitting down like almost all the way down. Yeah, because I think what happens is a lot of people try and squat. What? They squat down. I mean, they have to be quite athletic actually because you're squatting down. So your feet are flat on the bed and then you're using your muscles to go up and down. I would get a cramp. And I think that's where women get it wrong. I think I've had a few women say to me, oh my God, it's so difficult. And it's like, well, it's really not. If you straddle, if you go on your knees, and you sit back down or, but the other way, of course, is that if you are having problems, he can hold you by the waist and lift you up and down. That's first of all, first it. of all, if I tried to squat, my knees would blow out and then no, I would get, a, I would get, I would get a cramp in my left or right buttocks that would lock me up for, you know, five or 10 minutes Days. right in the middle of it all. You got to get comfortable. This is the thing too. I will say sex is better when people are athletic and flexible. So that's something mm. we should always remember. Let us never forget that yoga helps in the bedroom. Oh, it does, for sure. Really inflexible is not, and it's not attractive, is it? If somebody's no. like, oh, hang on, my back or my leg or my Or like not that position. Like that when you get older, but you know, anyway. No. I like that. No, I like that idea. And I think you're right though about too much lube and you got to stay really tight. You got to stay close to each other. Yes. That will solve the problem. Don't be, don't be airy wary. Okay. I don't like that pulling out long. I don't like the long thrust. Especially if you have pain on sex during penetration, that's like, oh my God, this is really going to hurt. Maybe they're doing that though because they want to elongate the experience. So they're trying to have less friction so they they can last longer. It makes more friction. Really? But if they pull out every time and then go back in, I feel like it yeah, would be... Yeah, no, it's more friction really. Because okay. if you doubt, it's because the... Anyway, most of the feeling's on the head, not the base. So if you're keeping it in there and you're just, it's just the oh. base that's really getting stimulated. So if you want to last longer, have thrust shorter, keep it in. I just wish you guys, I wish you guys could see, it's, it's, a, it's a shame that you can't see her hand movements when she's demonstrating <laughs> all these things. Like, I hope you can see it because I get to see it. And there's a lot of visuals that I, I now I'm learning that you guys don't get, but please, maybe we'll turn this into a video someday. But if you saw how we looked, you wouldn't want to. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Next question. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is interesting. My boyfriend thinks he's great in bed. He told me right at the start that all his exes say he's the best lover they've ever had. He's a nice man otherwise and has a good sense of humor, so I thought he was just joking. I was wrong. He takes himself very seriously in bed, and when sex is over, it's clear he's waiting for me to compliment him. He's an okay lover, but certainly not the best I've ever had. We've only been together a few weeks, but when I asked if he could do something gentler, he got very offended. How do I get him to do the things I like in bed without bruising his fragile ego? Mm. Well, sex is not a transferable skill. It really isn't. I mean, practice and experience make us better lovers, but what works for one is not going to work for all. And thinking that, you know, you've got this fantastic technique that's going to please every single man or every single woman, is think, it's, like, it's like thinking you bake the best chocolate cake and thinking that's going to be everybody's favourite dessert. It's not. And I think that is the hallmark of a good lover, somebody who, who realises that, not the reviews by the ex-girlfriends. And what usually happens at the start of sex is that you both try out what you think you're good at, don't you? And then you look at the body language and you think, see how they like it and you think, oh, okay, that doesn't work or that does work. And yes, it is a bit of a, a sort of, you know, a bit of a put let down if your signature sex move, they're like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, what else have you got for me? So you do have to be mature to deal with it. But I wonder how confident this guy is for a start because he's he's very much like it sounds like his self-esteem is based a lot on whether he's a good lover or not so one technique I'd start off with is if you want to not pander to him but if you want to be gentle you have to use what's called the compliment sandwich do you know what that is yes yeah, you would. I knew you would know what this is. You basically, you hide your instruction, which is a criticism, you know, done in a positive way, in between two compliments. So you'd say, I love the way you kiss me. I love the way you kiss my neck. It gets me so hot. So love the way you kiss, kiss my neck is the instruction. Now, the first thing people say to me was, well, I want him to kiss my neck, but he doesn't kiss my neck. You can get away with murder with this because most people, if you say, I love the way you kiss your neck, he's going to think, well, I can't remember kissing a neck, but obviously I did, and obviously I was good at it. So you can get it. Most people don't pay attention Guys to Guys are what so dumb. Do. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I've never thought of it that well, way. People You're are, right. I think. No. People are. And then the other thing to do, though, is that if that doesn't work, and you've said already that when she said do it gentler, he was a bit huff, got a bit huffy about it. If you have a talk about sex outside the bedroom, it is instantly more serious. 
So she could still be gentle, gentle, but she could say, I want to have a chat and then say to him, look, really like you. I love our sex. I know you want to give me pleasure. I want to give you pleasure. And I thought now is about the right time for us to have a chat about what's working and not working. So let's have a chat and then start with two or three things that you love that he does and then wait for him to give you some compliments and then you can move into it. So so I think those two techniques should work. I mean, the fact is that he, I mean, I read that, I thought, oh God. And then she said, he's got a great sense of humor. And then I thought, this is just the girlfriend's buttering his parsnips, isn't it? Yeah, I I find it really hard to talk about sex. And I've gotten so much better in this whole area, but I still find it hard to put words to what I want. I, mm-hmm. and I'm, It's just not as comfortable for me to say it. Like, I feel like it's easier to like show it or take their hand or slow things oh, down. Yeah, or absolutely, things. yeah. But I think it's brave to be able to say that. I, I feel exactly what you think about. If you tell somebody you're good at something, you're not that good at something because mm. normally if yeah. you have to say it it means that you're you you're letting you're like you're leading the witness like oh you know I'm really great in bed it's like that's actually not your decision to make that's somebody <laughs> else's decision to make so anybody who says that I think that's a little bit interesting because if his exes loved it so much why did they leave him mm, I don't know it's always, it's always the thing that makes you laugh but if you want to use body language and, and it, I mean that is how most couples don't talk the way I talk they should talk the way I talk God, we all the thing should. is though Kelsey if you do it once all of a sudden it's so easy right. if you do it once you break it and it's like oh why didn't I just do this it's so much more efficient but if you look at somebody's body language if they're good at reading body language if you move towards their you know if they're touching you in the right way you you press closer don't you you right. you, you sort of grind against him or whatever and so right. if he's good at reading body language he would be getting that she's not liking what he's doing but sometimes body language just doesn't work i wish i'd learned this a lot younger i think if you can talk about sex the same way you can talk about cleaning the house and and raising kids it would be it would make all of us that have had you know, not not mind-blowing sex lives when we were married because we just, it wasn't something we knew how to discuss. So mm-hmm. I think what she's talking about is great. We'll, we'll see what he does. And of course, if he needs to do something gentler, gosh, mm-hmm. that is the mm-hmm. worst when someone's really going for it. And you're like, is this supposed to be fun? Like, hold up a minute, <laughs> cowboy. Like, yeah, exactly. slow it down, big boy. Okay. I think that's the main, someone once said to me, I don't know, somebody came up with this, it wasn't me, and they said, women should do things twice as hard and men should do things twice as soft. Oh, that's because brilliant. Our our genitals and our skin is so much tougher. I mean, the other way around, their, their genitals and their skin. And women are too delicate and too soft because that's what we like. Right. And men are too firm because that's what they like. Interesting. So it's a good rule of thumb that. What was it again? So if you're a woman and you're touching a man, you should do it twice as hard as you think. Okay. And if you're a man touching a woman, do it twice as soft as you think. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. All right. No, that makes sense. Okay. Last question. I'm a 43-year-old woman, and I'm considering a relationship with a man 20 years older than me. I know there will be issues ahead, especially if we stay together, and he's 83 and I'm 63. But I've never been this attracted to someone, and he ticks so many boxes I'm willing to take a chance. What worries me is the sex. I enjoy sex, and it's very important to me. He assures me that he'll be just as into it as he is now in years to come, and just as capable of getting erections. But is that true? Well... She's making a face. Well, there's a lot Um, here. There's a lot to unpack here. There is a lot. Um, First of all, you can be a great lover at any age. And 
your attitude to sex and how much you love sex is what affects the longevity of your sex life. It's not to do with how many years you've been on the planet, but you do need to be flexible. And if her idea of sex is being banged away by this big hard penis and chucked around the bedroom, it's not a match made in heaven, is it? Because the first thing she's going to hit is erection problems, which, which aren't necessarily a problem if you can take Viagra. And also, as you've heard me say many times, you don't need an erect penis to be good in bed. He can use his tongue, he can use his hands, he can use a sex toy. Even if he's, you know, hasn't got much energy, she, he can lie back and she can do all the work. So long as they're both imaginative and their commitment is high, it could work. But the thing is, she doesn't even know yet. Have they even had sex? I don't even know if they've had yeah, sex. Yeah, she's considering. She's considering a relationship. Yeah. So you don't know what somebody's true attitude to sex is until you've been with them a year. That's when you know what their resting libido is. So you can't, I mean, of course he's going to be all like, oh, yes, I love sex. You know, his sex drives me through the roof. He's about to bed, you know, a young hot thing and desperate to make it happen. (laughs) So you don't know what you're dealing with yet. And also, I mean, you also don't know what life's going to throw at you. She might get something, you know, 20 years down. That means that she can't enjoy sex as she did. And if she's going to be around 20 years on, Sex isn't the sole reason you're with someone. There's going to be other reasons. So you think sex should be, you know, it's going to be important to you 20 years on. It might not be. Yeah. It might not be. Yeah, I think she's way, way, way ahead of her data. I mean, it sounds Mm. like she really likes the guy, but we don't even know. They haven't even been together yet. I would would get involved, have sex. Sounds like he has everything that you want. And I would, God, boy, you know, this is what women do. We worry about things that aren't even on the table yet. Like she's made up a worry that she doesn't even know about. So I would say, like, first of all, get in bed with the 63-year-old guy that he is right now and see if you even like that. And if you like that and you really enjoy him and every he, he hits all the other boxes, I mean, after a year or so, everything changes sexually anyway. So you might as well yeah. go between 43 and 44 and enjoy this guy yeah. and not, you know, sign away the rest of your 50 years with him. Although there's nobody that can make a long-term plan in her head like me. So don't worry. <laughs> I feel you, sister. Yeah, I would, I know this is crazy, but I would just focus on today. It sounds like he has a lot of stuff that you like. And I would try having sex with him once before you decide that you aren't going to have good sex when he's 83. Yeah. I mean, she's good that she's thinking about it. She is good to you know yeah. to think about that ahead of time. But, and I think probably underneath it all is maybe not wanting to hurt him. Like she's thinking, well, what happens if we, you know, if we go out for a year and then I think, well, this is great, but you know, what is going to happen when he's 83? So she's thinking ahead. Can I just say, Kelsey, that I used to do sex talks for people who have what's called brittle bones. Have you ever heard about that? Mm -mm. It's a terrible disease where all your bones are literally so brittle that if you, some of them, if they sneeze, they would break three ribs. Oh, I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, so I was asked to go down and give lectures and talks to a lot of people with brittle bones. And we are talking about people who are in wheelchairs that with breathing devices that can, you know, going to the loo is probably taking more energy than any of us do for our, you know, our entire week. And there they were wanting to know how to connect sexually. And I used to leave those talks and just think, oh my God, we are pathetic. You know, like we're like, oh, I've got a headache or I'm a bit tired or my knee's a bit dodgy. You know, like pathetic excuses. If you want commitment to sex, you know, you've got to go and see these people because I just thought that was absolutely extraordinary because all I could think was oh my god that would be the last thing on my mind is sex but it's not 
And so that is how wonderful sex is to people. It's such an important part of our life. But seriously, the next time you sort of go, oh, I'm a bit tired, I want to watch the Netflix show, think about those people. If they can get the energy to do it, we can. Totally. And I love what you said. I never even thought of that. Like, I always think of a penis having to be involved. But truthfully, some of the best makeout sessions that I've had have nothing to do with intercourse. Actually, a ton of them don't. And it kind of takes you back to how you were when you were younger, when you're in high school or when you've decided not to have sex yet. There's so many other things to do. But I think when you get into a committed relationship, you think it has to mean intercourse. And it doesn't. Actually, there's so much other stuff. And you just kind of changed my mind. That's a really great way to think about it forever. Like, we don't have to just do this in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out for the rest of our lives. We could do so many other things. Do you know, Zibi um, said to me on one of the previous podcasts in our other lives, she said, does it count? But doesn't it, it doesn't count, though, if you don't have intercourse, does it? And so yes, many people think like that. That doesn't count as sex if you don't have intercourse. Interesting. It, it, of course it does. It, yes, it very much counts. By the way, I did some research about age gap relationships, and they've just done a big study. One to three years is apparently the perfect age gap. One to three years. They reckon once you get past that, you're less able to cope with major life obstacles and stuff. So, and my my thing is always, they're going to die before you. But then again, I don't have mm-hmm. all the answers about death either, because sometimes people die when they're young. So Yeah, you're testament to that, aren't you? How the hell... Yeah, I'll marry somebody that's close to my age. Maybe they'll, you know, we'll grow old together. I think the lesson is we don't know. So just stay in the present moment Mm. and do the best you can. But try and have sex with them and then write us in. Tell us us how his 63-year-old thrusting goes. (laughs) (laughs) And whether he's got a short short thrust or a long thrust. (laughs) Exactly. And who else would you like to, who would you like to nominate as your person you want to have sex with? Honestly, my husband, I can hear my husband's just walked in and I'm going to go out and tell him that. I wonder if he'll find it as funny as I will about the people you want to have sex with. Who would I have sex with? I mean, I think I've talked about this and I'm talking about it quite a bit more now, but I mean, I ended up having sex with my general contractor. And he had like a tool belt. He had a tool belt. You finish more is that a real thing? He had a tool belt. He did. That is sexy though, isn't it? It was everything. And I remember just thinking, like, you're not just gonna fix the bathroom, you're gonna fix me, you know? This is (laughs) how much persuading did he take? Very little. It's amazing. I in my mind it takes a lot to get someone to sleep with you, but then I forget that I was married my whole life. So I realize it's it's really not as difficult as I've always thought. Um, I think it was difficult for my husband to sleep, get me to want to sleep with him. So I thought it was that was universal. But no, it turns out a lot of people are very open to these opportunities. I bet he was. I do. I do love just a, a guy that has some type of skill set that I don't, don't know. Mm, rather than an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, an mm. actor? No, thank you. No, because mm. I don't believe that that's how they are in real life. So it doesn't make sense. No, they're not, sense. are they? They're completely not. Yeah. So anyway. All okay. right. Someone Thank with you. A good tool belt. <laughs> a good tool belt. Who would, wait, if you weren't married to your wonderful Miles, who would you sleep with? Well, you can't do that. You're married. No, Hi, Miles. Question. No, not allowed to no, talk Goodbye. About okay, well, anyway, she'll, okay. she's going to write it on a piece of paper and send it to me. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> Hope everybody have a great day. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 